1: What's up, everyone? This is the Go Long Podcast. Tyler Dunn here with Jim Monis. And, Jim, it was awesome to see some listeners Sunday. Hey, eh? that was great. Fatty Beer Company off North Buffalo Road in Orchard Park, New York. Um, our first shindig with uh, with Fatty. And that was awesome. Just so I'll great to that. see everybody.
2: Tyler, thanks again um, for having, you know, setting that up at Fatty and, and, and Nick and Chris it is so fun, and, and like we said, we got to do it again, and hopefully more people can come. But the questions are outstanding, the conversations are hilarious. Always the gambling talk. You're always going to get some winners in there, from Chris at <laughs> Fatty. You know, Chris always has some winners at Fatty. But I feel like we cover everything. We cover every question you could think of, and we're outside in October, which was cool. They have a great setup there with the you know the doors open, and it was just it was a great way to kick off a Sunday.
1: I, I just love seeing people face to face that we interact with via oh, email or Twitter. I mean, across the board, Tr- Trigvy, our good pal Trigvy in town. I mean, his two daughters, Andy, some serious, his wife, and his brother in law. I mean, it was it was great. It was such a great time. Uh, I'm glad we're able to do it. Colin drove up from New Jersey, loyal listener.
2: Great, it's awesome. awesome.
1: He did awesome. get a ticket. Hell of a seat, too, Colin. Good work there. Our buddy Steve working at Fatty. I mean, it was uh, Patrick from Milwaukee. Great crew. It was just a great crew. I mean, I feel like we just kind of were talking football, drinking beer for a good three, four hours. And that's that's what we want to do. We just want to have some fun and, and meet you all, uh, whether you're in Western New York or or beyond. That's the thing, too. You know, we could do this elsewhere if, if need be. Maybe we take it on the road, Jim. Always.
2: Always up for a road trip. It had a it had a college it had a college feel to it yesterday um, hanging with the, hanging with the fellas <laughs> you know just talking talking football bad bets you know all that stuff you did in college like oh. but it was cool some good to Aaron Rodgers
1: debate right we had some good debate conversation on the state I of the Packers which would be the topic today yes
2: yeah. I mean that's the number one I mean it doesn't get any easier than that topic for Packers fans for your history my history with talking with you. It was like perfect storm last night. Packers, Bills, that's what the Go Long podcast, that's like, that's like yeah. our two, two big following. And, and the fact that you and I grew up Packers fans is hilarious. I mean, that's central Pennsylvania like for me, you know. <laughs> I, yeah,
1: Western New York. I mean, I can remember going to a game and. God, maybe it was '99. Rob Johnson was the quarterback and beat Brett Favre. I remember going to that game as a young fan and and seeing seeing the uh, the Bills take Green Bay down. I mean, Green Bay can't win in Orchard Park. They never have, and and that was the case again. So, I just figured today, Jim, uh, we'll, we'll take a yeah. good close look at. You know, we dance around it. I feel like we've obviously been talking a lot about the Packers and the Bills on this podcast. Josh Allen, Aaron Rodgers, but we now, now that the season's like half over, just about half over, it, it seems like the perfect opportunity to do like a state of the union for both of these teams that are, I think as I wrote they're they're traveling down two very different paths in the football cosmos. You've got the Packers, I and mean, this game had a feel to it where this is the end of the line, right? I mean, this is the end of an era, mm-hmm. and, and in terms of competing for championships – year in and year out, it just, it, it had that kind of feel to it. And I know it was close. Hey, give Green Bay credit. They, they fought in the second yeah. half. They, they picked off Josh Allen a couple times, but, and they played the way they have to play. I think that's kind of what's a little discouraging is that, you know, Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon ran for 200 yards on 30 attempts. They, they stayed committed to the run because it's out of necessity. And boy, what, what does it say about the state of your team when you're down 24 to seven, You've got a four-time MVP who just won MVP the year before. And you're basically admitting for the first time publicly that he's not good enough to bring you back. Mm -hmm. Really, And I agree completely. I think that all along I thought that they could win with a ground game and a defense. And I overrated the talent on that defense. I'll admit it. I I thought all those first round picks would be delivering a lot more than they have, but out of necessity, you're pounding away with the run down three scores, it says a lot about the state of the Packers, I think, Jim.
2: Well said. That's what I took away from last night. It was it was watching almost that he to get the most out of Rodgers at this point. And he's still capable of playing at a Super Bowl level in my opinion. Now, to just we all know that with the the are the talent is still there. It's just Why not lean on those two running backs? That's what I took away from last night. But here's the other thing. Now, we know I'm a Brian Gutekas fan, the GM for Green Bay. Um, I agreed with you on the drafting of love. I thought that was smart, thinking ahead, sustained success, all that. That offensive line and that defense right now to me I'm not seeing championship caliber out of that. We we no. crush Aaron Rodgers a lot, right? I mean, I'm not not we, but I'm saying he takes a lot, which rightfully so. Quarterback, you, just
1: should. say it. I do. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, because I feel like this quarterback, right? Too much credit when when you win, yeah. and and you in too much blame when you lose, and it, it is it is true, and because he doesn't deserve all this blame right now. What this is kind of what I wanted to talk to you about with Green Bay, and you brought it up are they missing on these picks are they, is this causing? Cause that defense, that defense isn't good enough. Do you think so? I mean, I feel like I've watched green Bay enough this year that defense no, they're not. At they. Yeah. And we both thought we, we both thought that was going to be. Yeah. So, so I think at I, this I, I point, I mean, the hard. season's
1: half over, we've seen it. I mean, look at, yeah, well, the, 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 the stretch of Daniel Jones, Zach Wilson, Taylor Heineke, and I i get it, the Jets are kind of winning in spite of Zach Wilson for a while, but wow, we to, know to that flat session. out lose games to these quarterbacks with the talent that you believed you had on defense. That's a
2: great point. That's a great point. Those aren't games. And it's
1: a, that it's a combination. You know, Devondra Campbell has not been the playmaker that he was last year and missing tackles, just not around the ball. Quay is Walker, your first round pick. I mean, he's getting he's getting himself ejected from the game.
0: What? That was so okay.
1: bizarre. What was he thinking? Just shoving that guy, a practice squatter, right? That who was trying was to like protect him. him in a sense. He Who's helping him? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was a bad
2: one. I mean, there's there that and that um the DJ Moore yesterday. Those are oh those are um you know it's funny. My father, you know, long time Division three Hall of Fame college football coach at, at Lebanon Valley College. He's in their Hall of Fame. And I'm very proud of that because we all know it's just. Well, it's all, well, I always talk about it's hard to win. I don't care what level. It's, you're
1: it's at. fantastic. D three football
2: right. is it's, legit. Right. If you're winning, you're winning. And he the asked. Talent level yesterday.
1: isn't any different. They're just a tick slower and a tick smaller. That's honestly. all it is.
2: That's all it is. Same passion. And it's funny because he was, you know, he was visiting from. You know, he's retired, living in Bethany Beach, Delaware, and he's up visiting. What um, you know, visiting his, his son and his grandson. And he asked me yesterday if DJ Moore, if he gets fined for that. And I said, no, he will not get. He goes, you know, now there's some old school, like, that's that should be a fine. He just cost them the opportunity for, you know, the extra point, got moved back and all that in Carolina. But let's pay attention to that. They can win that division. Let's not get crazy right now. I know it sounds crazy, but – they, they're right in the mix and we talked about them before the year and I'm not trying to say that this is because part of my thinking they were going to be good this year was Christian McCaffrey and he's not even on the team so that's all I'm throwing that out the window I'm just saying in general they're in it and this and and Moore does that and Walker for Green Bay going back to that whole play explain it I mean who could explain that I didn't look did he come out I didn't read anything
1: it sounds like when he was addressing it in the locker room, he was he was so apologetic and felt so bad about it. I think he just he couldn't even finish speaking on the topic. He just so he
2: he just took left. complete much good good for him. I mean, as far as he's right, there's too yeah. I mean, I don't maybe
1: um God, maybe, maybe he must have felt something or heard something he, he thought was directed at at him, and he's probably frustrated at that point in the game yeah. and. That, that's why discipline it. matters. I mean, it's so important to be disciplined. You, you have to, and you have to know the rules. If you're DJ Moore, I mean, granted, it's stupid. I mean, I can remember back really? in the '90s, you know, Brett Favre ripping stopping. the helmet off after the touchdown, right, to Andre Rison, and, and Smith used to take his helmet off after every touchdown, every time. But we've known about that rule for an entire that's generation at this point.
2: At, it's at what point you can't? Yeah, you can only that only works for kind of the initial, uh, yeah like Justin it Fields, is, i mean like justin fields that, the, <laughs> what was justin that jump justin fields jumping over um didn't touch down micah parsons which mm-hmm. that's you know you, you got to know the rules
1: i mean that's why new england i mean tom brady's reasons number one through 10 but right there <laughs> at 11 and 12 is that they know the rules better than any team because of their coaching staff and that it matters late in games. I mean, how many of these games are just decided by an inch I, here, an inch there? I mean, that Carolina, I, I'm with you on the NFC South, but what if they lost the right. division on that play? I mean, as bad as that division is, that could be the case. And, whew, brutal. Um, so to bring it back to Green Bay, though, so I'm with you. The defense. Yeah, something's off
2: there. Something's off on the defense.
1: Very off. I mean, the coordinator, I think, has made some – just criminal mistakes. Um, I mean, Jair Alexander, I, if you want to take a positive from this game, and I know the Bills fans probably disagree with me, I kind of love the fact that he's in Diggs' face. He's trying to bring energy to the defense, to the team. This is a team that has been, you know, on this hallucinogen basically the entire season, just sleepwalking, taking the cue from the quarterback to manifest wins. No, give me somebody who's going to bring energy on the field, is pissed off, has talent, like Jerry or Alexander, and he he was bringing that. But here's the thing, you know, I know him and Diggs were going at it. He wasn't really guarding Diggs in this game. Like, you've got this valuable asset, and yet you just kind of leave him out there and Gabe Davis. It just doesn't really make any sense. I really don't understand that.
2: Two things. First of all, it makes me think, to your point about Alexander, he's not scared. That's that's his way of saying, look, I respect you. I'm sure he respects you. I know you're a great player, but I, I res you know, I'm not afraid of this. It made me think of Lance Stevenson uh, blowing in LeBron James um, in yeah. that playoff game when he blew, blew on LeBron James. <laughs>
1: but, but that's right. the thing the Lance Stevenson stunk. Like he wasn't any good. He wasn't, tires, I promise but... you one
2: thing in Lance Stevenson's mind, he's better than LeBron and he wasn't scared. Yeah. So that's just their way of saying, look, I, you right. might, I'm not scared to, to guard you, but back to your other point, Green Bay going through a lot of defensive coordinators over the years under Lafleur. If I'm if I'm correct, I'm more talking out loud to you right now, and I'm just wondering. Patton, I, I think about Coach Patton just because we, you know, I know Mike from our days in Buffalo, and I always really respect him. I, I think he is a really good football coach. I can't figure out why he can't settle in as a coordinator somewhere. That, who knows why? But that is, you know, if you're switching coordinators and you know players are leaving, and and sometimes in talking about things. I just wonder sometimes, does LaFleur have this are we in total control of this team, you know, with on defense too? Because how many chances do you get to keep rotating coordinators?
1: Here's the thing though, Jim, I get it. I totally agree with everything. I'm just you're saying about just, the defense. Just, I, know. I I agree with the linebackers, you know, struggling. I mean, at one point Matt LaFleur pulled Eric Stokes off the field. I mean, that's a first-round pick. You're just the head pick. coach just decided to pull him off for a play, which was odd. And then I think they went right at Rasul Douglas covering Stephon Diggs for the touchdown. Um, so there's, you know, that's bizarre. Um, that Tom somebody's... gets blown up on back-to-back plays on the offensive line. I mean, that they're just getting caved. I mean, you have the play where Von Miller, like, literally just is a, t- a one-man human tidal wave down the side of the line to stuff that fourth I and one. You. I mean, Von Miller and run support blowing shit up. I, was... I mean, they, their offensive so line had no good. answer. But here's the thing, and I get you know, and then on the outside, the receivers are obviously young and experienced. Although I thought they played pretty damn well. I mean, Romeo Dobbs making that play that he made impressive. Um, but here's, I, what, here's what I'm going to say, that was Jim. An
2: incredible catch!
1: Incredible. I'm just, I it, it yeah. haven't covered the team since 2010. I just really get sick and tired of the excuse yeah. making. It's right. constant. It's You're always right. somebody else. Always. And it, a lot of the times it is true. I'll give you that. Like Colin Kaepernick and that divisional playoff game in San Francisco just lit Green Bay up. Dom Capers said no answer for the read option. I get it, right? Brandon Bostick, okay? Um, I mean go go right down the list. It's But that's it's, what I'm uh, saying. You're building you a, got list a gunter of with you. You know, uh, uh, a practice squad, you know, borderline professional football player covering Julio Jones in an NFC championship game. But it's always somebody else. And I think that's kind of what pissed me off when Aaron Rodgers is, I'm Pat McAfee, blaming everybody else. Like, we've heard this subliminally and directly from you and all of your surrogates. Right? You've got a lot of them in the media yeah. and ex-players around the country. It's constantly somebody else. I mean, John Kuhn goes on CBS Sports Radio Uh-oh. and is blasting the game plan last week. John Kuhn works for the team. He works for the Packers. He's in media for the team. And he's ripping the game plan on national radio. That's that's noteworthy to me. But it's, and, and then for it to come out of Rodgers' mouth, the $150 million quarterback, for, for you to just cast blame on everybody – except for yourself when, oh, by the way, you didn't show up for OTAs. I mean, maybe these young receivers that you say shouldn't be on the field because they're messing up, we maybe they could know. have benefited from practice with you. Um, we talked about this, though, from, Tyler.
2: Remember, we talked about this exactly what's going to happen when you do when you do, do not attend those offseason things, right or wrong, regardless if you need the work or not. This is what happens if you don't deliver it. You're gonna, it's all coming back now. And, to, and, and you need if you're if you are the highest paid player and you are the quarterback, I think it would go a long way. And I'm not saying I, I don't even believe in that he needs to do that stuff, but I could see where it would go a long way with the young receivers and the rest of the team reading about, hey, Aaron's out here working. And I I, I do see that. But this is coming from right. a place. The excuses you- are done. The excuses are done
1: the human condition, you know, this isn't, I didn't have a conversation with a wide receiver about this topic, but how would you like to be a 23, 24, 25 year twenty-five-year-old receiver in that room and your quarterback and your head coach are referring to you basically like you're a toddler that's out of control in in a basement like this one, you know, like, Oh, the kid, you know, I think LaFleur referred to them as, as like a kid, you know, you, you're gonna be hard on your kid sometimes. And, it's right. Rogers is always speaking in a tone of being just above everybody else. I think at some point it wears a little thin. I, I mean, if you're a receiver in that room, I'd be thinking, well, it would have been nice to have you at OTAs, right? Or um, This is what you bring on. And it just goes back to this is going to be what we hear and what we see the rest of the season because Matt LaFleur kind of handed his backbone over to the quarterback two years ago. Yeah, he's the head coach, but they decided as a franchise. Him, Brian Gutekunst, who we both like, I think he's made a lot of good decisions. But I mean, these defensive players—they got to see more out of him, obviously. Um, and and Mark Murphy, everybody involved, basically just begged and pleaded. This is this is the byproduct of that when you beg and plead and bend the knee, and you know you let the quarterback, you know, hold you hostage all offseason, then you make him the richest player in the sport and. Like he can break rules internally with just lying to the public about, like I said, I don't care if he got the shot or not, but he lied about it. I mean, th- this way, they're not going to stand up to him. They're not going to – you'll never hear Matt LaFleur at the podium say, our quarterback has to play better. Like, that just isn't going to happen.
2: Is there a worse – when Kyrie and LeBron broke up, because that could have been so special, those two played so well together. Devontae Adams, what a waste of a decision, like as far as a waste of, not for him financially, not, not that mm-hmm. part, but a waste for the football fans. And the combination of Adams and Rogers is one of the most special in the history of football. And for the, the breakup is equaling. We're not getting to
1: see either one of them at
2: this point. There's
1: probably like, more to that story that we'll never hear. Too. I, I I,
2: Tyler, hundred percent want to know more. It has to be. Has to be
1: because Devontae Adams is a smart, smart man who knows cap- that no, he question. knows how good Aaron Rodgers is, and he knows that he's good enough to still get that contract. It's not, they, they, and, and you know, no here I am time. talking about his skills diminishing, and that's true. But Devontae Adams's presence, sure as hell, would make this offense look a right. lot different than it does right now. No
0: question,
2: like that. There is no way that should have been that 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 relationship had no reason to end. To me, like if Aaron Rodgers was wanted to play football, you know, to stay in green Bay, Adam should have been staying. It, it should have been both of them wanting that like, Hey, I'm not staying unless you are okay. I'll, I'll stay. I'll stay too. Cool. Or else instead I, I just don't get it. It'll yeah.
1: As, as uh, your old head coach told us at the NFL combine in 2016, I love that term so much. I've been, you know, Blasting away with it. I read it. This is a team that's half pregnant.
2: It was. Right? When you, I read that this morning. You wrote that. That was that was strong.
1: That was strong. It's you. Do, and I get it. An MVP season will throw a wrench into things. I'm not just overlooking that. But this is a team that drafted a first round quarterback that was thinking about a secession plan and wanted to move from one air to the next, and easily could have with a little more guts. Especially with this running game, like two
2: running backs for a young quarterback would have been awesome. Like I see, you know, I see where the vision could have been. I still think Rodgers is good enough to win with. This whole thing is.
1: You might be right. Hey, the NFC is a cluttered mess. They're three and five. You know, give them credit for um, leaning into the run this time. It it clearly works. Like there is a formula there. But I think it only really works if your defense is getting yeah. stops. They got to get yes, stops. Yes,
2: yes, Tyler, 100%, if the defense isn't right, it's it's almost too hard for any great quarterback to overcome. That's why I always say that was always going to be my interview. If I ever interview for a GM job, it was, what's your philosophy? You know, but court, find your quarterback and then find 11 guys to destroy the other quarterback, the other team's quarterback. It's all about yeah. defense after you have So if you have the right starter, you need to build that defense
0: got to
1: it's but they're in a bad place I mean Aaron Rodgers could retire after this season you're on the hook for that money and how are you going to rebuild this team I mean you're you're kind of you're you're going to be in cap ruin I mean it's going to be it's going to be difficult if he doesn't make that decision I mean they're just going to try to ride this out as long as they can't was, – there was that point in the game where after Josh Allen hit uh, James Cook, I'm just that marvelous – he kind of yes. – he's flush yeah. left. He just – I mean, I say, I say a McDuffie blitz is untouched, and it's like Allen does not even flinch. He just kind of rolls left, flips his torso around, yeah. just drops <laughs> that that butte to Cook. And he yeah. takes it 41 yards. I think it was – was that 24-10 at that point? Maybe 27-10 at that point. yeah. Because I'm thinking if they score here, it's 34 10 with whatever it nine, ten minutes left. Does Green Bay just put love in? Like, is that, do you wave the white flag at that point? And is that a a, symbolic for the season? It could get to that point if you lose to Detroit. I mean, they're going to Detroit, and are they going to win? They should. They should win. It just is a, It's a weird team in a weird spot, and it didn't need to be this way. So if I'm a little worked up, it's because of yeah. all the reasons. Everybody's listening. They've read and heard everything. So I'm sorry to beat this dead horse. But I, it's just as it was avoidable. And we both
2: picked them, Tyler, we both picked them for our Super Bowl picks. Like I only believed Rodgers was coming back because he believed in this team. That is the yeah. only thing I could come up with why he was playing football. The money, I get it. But that, he was fine financially. Like, he, he's good. Like, why would you go put yourself through believed He believed, this you he believed
1: in the team with Devontae Adams.
2: Now, there's where I want to know more to the story. Hey, you know what's funny real quick? The, w- the way you were describing that Josh Allen throw, it was making me think. I remember it was like year two of Josh Allen. I think somebody said – I read something where somebody said he's, Cam, he's like Cam Newton because he's as big as Cam, you know, big arm. And I remember thinking to myself, "That's so disrespectful to Cam Newton to compare this guy in his second <laughs> year." To, to, it's it's flipped.
1: Yeah, and yeah. Cam
2: Newton's like my all-time, one of my all-time favorite players. I Cam's not making that play. No way. Cam's not <laughs> making any of these. I can't believe how good Josh Allen is. He didn't even play his best game, and they just beat a. I know we know it is a good football team, regardless of what we say about Green Bay. That was. And that wasn't Josh's. That was, there were some strange, you know, decisions there by Josh Allen. But guess what? Yeah, long season. going to happen. Get your win. What do we call it? Keep it moving. Get your win. Keep well, it
1: moving. I, let's definitely get into the Bills uh, before Sorry, then. There. Is there anything else on the Packers that we want to hit on? No, Is, so I, I, they're, they're three and five. Big, um, pay attention. They, to fun. I mean, they're definitely a,
2: a must-watch. Drama slash football for this next part of the season is Green Bay, because mm-hmm. I, I still am convinced they're not done yet. That NFC is know, wide open.
1: So Aaron Rodgers can't move like he did. There was a play. I think it was it Rousseau, who kind of caught him from behind, and yeah, I yeah he thinking did. man, I'm thinking he he would have got free, and he would have done something crazy outside of the pocket. Some of his best, the best plays of his career is when he's just making magic outside of the pocket. Yeah. So. That element's pretty much gone because, you know, he, he can't move like he did. He can still move a little, but not like he did. Yeah, I was going to say, then, I, wouldn't,
2: I don't know about gone. I would say definitely not – it's not It's not what's separating him from yeah. other quarterbacks like he used to be able to do. He's now coming back where Josh Allen and Mahomes and Lamar are, you know, and, and Burrow are, like, going this way. It's like going up. Rogers is almost – not that he's down, but he's coming back to the – pack with the you know the good quarterback right?
1: That that that's why he's an average ordinary. So, Dang and that. you don't have the receiver on second reaction knowing where to be every <laughs> single time. <clears throat> but he did have you know a couple plays that give you a little hope. I mean the the throw to Dobbs, the catch by Dobbs was remarkable. I mean that was one of the best plays that we saw this weekend.
2: Remarkable, agreed. Yeah. And then Torrey, the your seventh round pick. That defense was incredible. Oh, the way yeah. he took his arm away, I don't know how Dobbs did that. You know, I was thinking about – what. here are the two greatest things right now for my – you know, I like reality TV. I'd like to know why – what really happened with Tom and Giselle, and I want to know what really happened with Aaron and Devontae.
1: Yeah. I think Devontae yeah, Adams had one catch for three yards and a shutout loss to the Saints, right?
2: Oh, like – and Derek Carr, 101
1: passing yards. I,
2: I read what you said about that game in, in Go Long this morning, um, which you do such a – you do. You sum that stuff up so well. <laughs> um, just to get a quick capsule, you know, I love I do appreciate that because I don't – yesterday nice. was kind of – you know, yesterday for we were all over the place yesterday. So, um, And I I actually thought that was a game the Raiders – I thought that was a game where if the Raiders beat New Orleans, which I thought they could – that that would maybe springboard them into competing again. Whew, man, something's not right there. That's a wolf game right there.
1: The opposite. I think the Saints game. at three and five in the NFC South. Not surprised. Looks they, great. Have a lot,
2: they have a lot of toughness. They have a lot of veteran toughness on that team. They're not they're never going out easy. And Andy I am loving Andy Dalton over Jameis.
1: Jameis had a pretty good freestyle rap in pregame, though. Did you hear that? I no. He's bringing that to the table. I'll give Jameis that. It was, look it you know, it's one of there those you know. things as, as he starts kind of rapping with, I think it was with Juwan Johnson. He's, he's going, and it's like, this is going to be terrible. This is going to be like him tasting a W and it's going to be memed and mocked. And, and then Jameis kind of keeps going and it's got rhythm and it rhymes. Okay. And so it was, he, okay. He's got, he's got some punch. And I'm like, this is really good. I like it. It sounds yeah.
2: like a perfect backup quarterback. Make you yeah. laugh a little bit. You know, you have some talent. <laughs>
1: Yeah, he is Man, the perfect were, backup.
2: Perfect backup, because I would love i would love him as my number two all day long.
1: He loves it, too. I mean, Remember when he tore his ACL and then they won that game? He's in the locker room with the crutches, like, living crutches, it up. Yeah. I mean, you think a dude that's the starting quarterback that's been waiting for that opportunity after everything that happened in Tampa would just be depressed when he tears ligaments in his knee. He's just... Just having a, having a grand old time, James. I've been pretty
2: happy, too. James, James has done pretty well for himself. I'd be pretty happy, too, living in New Orleans. Until, he's, it's not a bad life.
1: I will say this. I, I almost kind of hope New Orleans and Cincinnati playing the Super Bowl, you know, in our lifetime at some point, because the two songs, you got Choppa Style, you know, yeah. they, they blast that song in right, the Saints locker room, and then Get the Gat with the it's- Bengals. Two absolute jams, just bangers.
2: Great song. They're, they're strong, but they really do come strong. And both are like, who dat, who day?
1: <laughs> yeah, that too, right?
2: Yeah. I grew yeah. up, I'm telling you, there's nothing, that's about, you know, we hear go Bill so much, but so much of my life was just yelling who dat when I was, it was so fun, like being a part of that.
1: Yeah, they, uh, hey. <laughs> I think that there is yeah, there's hope in New Orleans. Years. They've got a lot of studs on defense. I don't count any of
2: those teams out in the NFC, I'm telling you. This thing is going to be wild down the
1: finish. Yeah. Really surprised to see Kamara in the trade rumors. That was kind of circulating. I, I agree in. with
2: you. I agree with you. And, and that's – I know. I know. He's in the perfect place.
1: Because it comes but. from – it doesn't just come out of thin air, right? Could it? I Maybe.
2: Know. No. I always – I tend to believe those when they come strong like that.
1: Okay, like as promised, the Buffalo Bills. So they they're dominating in the first half. It looks like it might be, you know, 50 to 3 type of game and uh I mean Josh Allen just kind of had two rookie mistakes that made it closer than it really needed to be. Uh, he actually threw what 12 incompletions to 13 completions. It wasn't statistically like his, no his best game. So I think there's two ways to look at it. Like we were talking before we hit record, you're seeing this as, I mean, you you can play, you can play that bad in the second half and still win convincingly. And I'm thinking kind of like, as I wrote, all right, you know, you've got green Bay on the same field as you, as dominant as your team is, as just gobsmacking as your quarterback is. I mean, he's doing the kind of stuff nobody else has ever done at his size with his athleticism. It's, it's crazy. Oh, it, to me, it's like a little reminder, okay, look, Aaron Rodgers was the same quarterback doing the same stuff, and he's gone 12 years without a Super Bowl. And it, all it takes is just one or two mistakes, and, yeah, they could get away with it against Green Bay that is in this identity crisis as a franchise, but I don't think you're going to get away with it in January. Um, so it's just it's, it was just like a little subtle reminder for Buffalo, I think. It's like, okay, like, for one half, they were just – indomitable, unstoppable freight train of an offense that was fun as hell to watch. And then, you know, it, th- things can change quick. So
2: if just a little reminder. Thing, if there is one thing that I hope people can take from me being a part of go long is everybody needs to understand. And I say it every, and you know, it, it is so hard to win. We drew breeze in new Orleans where my, you know, my glory years in the NFL, we won super bowl right with the coach and quarterback perfect combo unstoppable offense every year we couldn't be stopped one super bowl it's so hard so it just keep focused stay healthy and just get there it's that it's just
1: there's so get many january, to january just get there
2: <laughs> just get there that's why i always say it like that's Fast why i any injuries those th- those plays by josh allen last night to me are like wow like who cares Great win. Okay. Average game and keep it moving. Like, if that's an average game, yeah. And Diggs and he and Diggs, like, okay, I read this. Somebody said that that Josh Allen saw that Diggs and Rasul Douglas were going at it. They had a little something, little confrontation. And they went right at they did that out and up right after it. And they said that's the type of relationship Allen and Diggs have. I don't know if that's true or not. I just read it on Twitter. So let's get I don't wanna but if it is, if they do have that rapport, which they do seem to have, I mean, they obviously have it. It's 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 Aaron Adams. Green Bay's watching what they had.
1: Totally, yeah. This Green is a, a reminder what of what
2: they had—an unstoppable, unstoppable combination. You had it. You had it.
1: Let's remember how it began, to – I mean, they trade yeah. for Stephon Diggs <laughs> in the middle of a pandemic when they, you know, they everything's different, right? Teams aren't getting together for OTAs and mini camps, but they're down at Pete Bomarito's facility in Florida working together. I think there was a bunch of Bills players. And so that's kind of how it started with their chemistry because it was so instant in 2020. I mean, it was, it's freaky. They looked like they'd played together for a A decade. So for it to then go through 2020, 2021 and be in year three together, Mm -hmm. I think they can absolutely do that that kind of stuff. And it, it reminds me a lot of, um, you know, I'm not comparing Josh Allen to Kirk Cousins by any means, but I like in Minnesota how Kirk Cousins and Justin Jefferson, that's like their whole offense. I mean, and they don't really care what the defense is doing. Like, if you watch a Vikings game, it doesn't really matter what the coverage is. Like, Kevin O'Connell is, is keeping the defenses guessing. They move Jefferson around and just, but either way, like, Cousins is just getting him the ball. He doesn't care. He's like, I, I have this freak show receiver. I'm just going to force feed him. And some of these teams, And play callers like Cooper Cup in the Super Bowl. McVade was hesitant up until that last drive. The Rams weren't just feeding their stud receiver. They were trying to like operate and re re they were reacting to what the defense was doing. I think the best offenses, they don't react. They just attack. And that's what the bills are doing with digs. They don't care what you're going to do in coverage. They're going to get him the ball 12, 13, 14 times a game. Like, just, just do it. Just do it. Like he's going to make a play. Who cares what they're trying to do. And, and by okay. the way, Green Bay's plan is awful. They don't have Jair Alexander on him. <laughs> Which is, that still
2: is crazy to think about what they invested and how good he actually is, why you wouldn't try it. But when you evolve in an offense, when you have the quarterback receiver, the unstoppable, you have that combo, but when it gets to the quarterback has that unstoppable rapport with every other receiver, They almost have their own thing like i almost feel like allen and and davis they have their connection too he knows where to put the ball for davis he knows where davis is going to be on whatever he's asked to do in in, on their route concepts he and knox always on point he and McKenzie have always had a little thing i feel like you know they get he's always had josh develops relations with every receiver you got you you have your foundation the unstoppable now, when you when you get these other ones like this, and this is what we had in New Orleans, where it was, think about it: Breeze to Colston, Breeze to Meacham, Breeze to uh, Shockey, tight end Jimmy Graham. Yeah. You know, this is this Kobe is what was the, <laughs> Everybody, you're but, right.
1: It but you Steph see, every
2: Well, but you know their role. You can picture what the route's going to be for that player and the connection, because it's that evolved and it's, it's that sophisticated now where it's just all unstoppable. That's how I feel about Buffalo's offense. Forget it. Forget it. That That's running a, game. And a, if they run the ball like that, it's just, right, good luck. I don't know.
1: Phenomenal point. I could not agree more. And Isaiah actually touched on that in a roundabout way on one of our, our recent uh, episodes with the Isaiah McKenzie show at Misters, which is coming back a week from today. Uh, we'll be doing episode five there if you if you're in Western New York and want to hang out with us, um, Isaiah. Like he he said like you know early in Josh Allen's career, uh, I mean he, the fastballs were nonstop. Like it's he's not taking any RPMs off. It is you know
0: it's going to take your head off. It's yeah, going to split a finger down. in
1: half. And at some point, digs and these receivers are like dude t- take a little off. <laughs> like have a little more touch. And it does seem like that's a aspect of his game that he has worked on, that he, he has just more touch. Everything's not a, you know, not a fastball nice. and just rocket ball. And it's, you know, far best. He's, he can, he can just feather it in there. He can uh, layer a throw, you know, as Jordan Palmer kind of broke down over the linebacker before the safety. And right anyway, this all, you know, what was it, I think a, like a mini little breakthrough for the bills offense in this game too, is, is incorporating James cook. Um, they got him going a little bit more, obviously the big 41 yarder, be being like 35 on the ground and you know clearly they're in the market for a running back I mean I don't care what they say I mean they wanted McCaffrey like they it, it was pretty obvious like they, they were very interested in Christian McCaffrey and Alvin Kamara Jay Glazer had the report that they were one of the teams interested in Kamara and hey. yeah go ahead so it's like okay you know <laughs> they they you know, they want to add another star, but Singletary having his best year. Like, that. and James Cook, that's where I think Cook playing like that, I mean, there is no urgent need for the Bills to mortgage draft picks for a running back. I mean, if Cook can hang onto the ball and bust loose for a play here or there, why even mess with this current room? I wouldn't.
2: We talked, so yesterday at Fatty Beer, that question came up, like, should the Bills go after these, you know, Kamara? Is that true? I said, sure, go after him. I don't. Care. I mean, it's your window. If if you if, if you're telling me you wouldn't go after an album Kamara, I'm in the g. If I'm Brandon Bean, I can just tell you right now, as soon as I heard there was a chance for Kamara, I'm going for it, man. <laughs> That's my style. Everybody's different. Here's what, also what I said. Not I would go for it. And if I didn't get it, I'm fine. As long as I value it as an upgrade, I'm going for it. And guess what? Yeah. If you don't do anything, you're completely
1: fine. But this is your window. What's the price for like, What would you if you're the if you're Brandon Bean? What I, are you I willing mean, to give up for Alvin Kamara? Oh,
2: I, I love Kamara, so yeah. Go ahead and throw me what. That's one of those. What do you want? and Let's talk. First round pick. Yeah, I'd be cool with it. I think he's that. I think he makes you that. Absolutely, he never has to come off the field, and those guys are a nightmare. For I think the Saints think would be cause...
1: responsible for his cap it too. I don't think the Bills would be on the hook for if.
2: you find a special back that can block, catch, and run. Doesn't have to come off the field. That is a the defensive coordinator is always on his. He never can talk about dictating. You know, Singletary Cook. You're you're going to start seeing some. You know, when you see those rotations, you, you those guys know probably a little bit. of – Kamara stays on that field. If you invest in Kamara, you don't take him off the field. Let's, let's let's
1: but yeah, I would go for it. He, he, he's a Why slot not? receiver too, right? I mean, you're not gonna put Solitary you. in the slot.
2: But I see what I'm not I'm not more of I mean to me it's your window, go for it. Have fun, man. This is it.
1: I know. Yeah, I go back and forth because part of me is thinking, all right, like with Allen's contract kicking in next year, I think, yeah. right? Or I'm not uh, saying it's a digs deal. Yeah. You know, Milano. It's you're going to need to keep hitting on picks, and I would, I don't want to get rid of too many. Picks no, you're right. When when it's not a dire need, like this offense is a juggernaut as constructed. Bean might not have that, but I also thing. like Singletary a lot too. <laughs> and
2: he, you know what? We talked about him at Fatty Beer yesterday too, a little bit about. Yes, I think he's a good running back. My here's my, and this sounds bad on the personnel side of it to me. If you lose a Singletary, I feel like there's certain people who are, I don't want to say replaceable, but replaceable. You know what I mean? I hate to say it in that kind of – that's kind of the, the blunt term mm-hmm. of it. It's like you're not going to miss okay, it. Sir. But he he really has maxed out his ability. He is awesome in this offense. He has become very reliable. Josh Allen seems to have a nice relationship with him as far as when the dump mm-hmm. off in the game. They have a very good feel. So, yes, Singletary is a good running back. For this
1: team, so big picture, Jim. What would concern yeah. you with the Bills because they were in agreement, best team in the AFC, pro- probably the whole NFL. Even though Philly's undefeated, I think the Bills are a little more tested. Uh, but if you were to nitpick, if you were to forecast, okay, this is something that you got to get figured out by January. What what would that be? All
2: right, this is crazy nitpicking. Okay maybe the right side of the offensive line.
1: (laughs) You would have liked that problem back in your day, right?
2: And I'm like, I'm saying that like, I'm actually really not concerned about it. Yeah, Tyler, there's no weaknesses on this team. Remember we talked about uh, the defensive tackle, Tim Settle. Um, We talked about him kind of, he had a big time, uh, very first preseason game. And I said, I didn't know a lot about him. I went and watched his uh, tape in Washington that's a heck of a pickup for a team that wants to yeah. become more stout against the run. All of a sudden, what do you see show up? What, what was their weakness? What did we always talk about on this podcast? They don't stop the run, right? Are they tough? All right. You know what they went out and did? They got some <laughs> monsters up front. Okay. That, I don't hear anybody talking about that. You know what else they did? They put together one of the great, most deep secondaries, Brandon being their drafting of these players and developing of these young corners is phenomenal. Jordan Poyer, you know, misses a game, comes back. Hey, no, hey, right. People step right up. Hamlin. Um, anyway, I'm just saying this team, I can't think of anything, Tyler, I, unless you have something I'm missing on this team.
1: No, it's, it, it would just be okay. When it gets to a uh, nut cutting time, as the old timers like to say, do they you. rise up? and make the right decisions from a game yeah, management a standpoint and it's hard to just kind of forget how these last 3 playoff runs went but if I mean, that seems like a stretch because every season's different every team is different von miller alone has shocked me i'm i wasn't sure what i don't he had remember him being year. this dominant like, last year no it's i thought he would just kind of be coasting through this regular season too. and just get, I get to we were the just playoffs
2: some pass rushing, you know him just trying to get upfield, and I didn't. He is completely playing at. He, he's yeah. playing like a top five, top ten pick right now.
1: That, that's dominant. where you need to give this front office so much credit because they didn't just rest on their laurels. Yep, I agree. A lot like they really could have said, "Damn it, we've been drafting uh, all these D linemen. We don't need no. to sign anybody." Instead, they go out and they they pay up for Von Miller. They get Tim Settle. They get Jordan Phillips back. Um, um all three opposite. of those guys, I mean you could you have visuals from those three players last night. I mean, the hits when Jordan Jordan Phillips just laid laid out Aaron Jones with one hard right shoulder. J- vicious. Just a vicious collision. T- Tim Settle blown up Zach Tom. They've um Maybe. I think that's what the good teams do. I mean, that's why the Eagles are undefeated. Howie Roseman made some awful mistakes. He you know, they he paid he paid up for Carson years. Wentz after after they drafted him way too soon, they they whiff at wide receiver. But what the, what did he do? They draft Jalen Hurts. They keep drafting receivers. They trade for AJ Brown, who was like maybe the best player for any team yesterday. Just insane the game oh, that man. AJ Brown oh. had against Pittsburgh. He by the way he got flagged for that. That was one of the best taunts I've seen on him. Did you see that?
2: Uh, yeah, just pointing
1: to yeah. each guy. <laughs> I'm okay with it too. I love it. But
2: what it, no, isn't it's that big to put
1: the – swallow your ego. Swallow your ego and just keep trying. And that's kind of what the Bills did on the D-line.
2: The thing about what's funny, think about what Brandon Bean has done compared to Howie. Howie's a lifer, so he's going to have hits and misses. Lifer in Philly, right? Bean – I don't think Bean's had a miss. It, here's yeah. one miss, okay? Ed Oliver to me. I think Ed Oliver is just – he's – but when I say a miss – Ed Oliver is an okay st- I mean, he's yeah. not a complete – it's not that he can't play. That You're yeah. not getting the value of where you draft him. That's all. But Bean has been – I mean, what they have done – maybe it's not all Brandon, the combo, the coaches and personnel, all of it. It's working. They're hitting on every – that receiving core is so well put together um, and drafted, you know. And yeah. signed to, and they're free agent signs. They've been hitting on those as well. They're not missing on those. So I just really respect what they've done. It, like I said, it always starts with the quarterback, but they got it. But then just study what else they've done. When you can put together, when you're missing Trey White and you don't know it, it's pretty good.
1: So <laughs> Totally forgot about that. <laughs> right. Hey, what about DeMar Hamlin? I mean, he's been.
2: I, I brought him up. I love Tyler. You were. I, I agree. That's what I'm saying. How about Pitt? Uh, and Dave, yeah, um, Pitt. Pitt and J- yeah, yeah. yeah it's, uh, it's been impressive. Well, it's be defense. Yeah.
1: Um, um. Anyway, yeah, I definitely want phenomenal. to. Uh, like, so we we'll, we'll, I think we did this last year too. Um. We'll we'll get to the old old school team later this uh, later this season, but um. We'll we'll do our mid season like second round of predictions. Like who. Who do you have? Just, just, and I'll, I'll give you a chance. You can, you can revise it for print, but here on the podcast. Jim, no, I'm laughing. Give me your, give me so your NFC, AFC championship games, your Super Bowl champ. your Super Bowl participants. I'll in your do, I'll do, yeah. Yeah. Do you want, yeah. Do you want me to wait or you want
2: to just say it now?
1: Just, just say it now. Let's just give, let's give. For me, break. it's
2: pretty simple. It's going to be, I got to think it's going to be, well, AFC is going to be Chiefs, Bills, and I think Bills go to the Super Bowl. NFC, 49ers, Philly.
1: I'm going 49ers, Buffalo Super Bowl, Buffalo wins. I like it. I'll go Buffalo, Cincinnati. I'm sticking with my Bengals. I love it. But my right Golden now, State, hey, I, think, I, I Warriors, think I'd pick definitely. Buffalo. I think I'd pick Buffalo. I mean, they're definitely better than I thought they were. And I thought they were really damn good. Right now, let's we'll see how Cincy does tonight. Um, and then, but oh, and the offensive I'm line, they still have issues to work tonight. through. You're taking the Browns. Get the hell out. Yeah, of I think
2: they're gonna win tonight.
1: Wow. All right, go ahead.
2: I'm sorry. I just want to see the Bengals. They have to prove it without Jamar Chase. I want to see. I'm a little. I want to see how they look without Jamar. That's Chase.
1: True. That's true. So to
2: me, that's a chance. To me, that's a good bet. Like to take a, a team like Cleveland, who it, they can. I mean, they're tough, man. They run the ball. They're a strange yeah. team. They should be better than they are. I think. Um, quarterbacks average, obviously, but that running game is so nasty. And the Bengals, I just want to see them without Chase. So that's why. It's not – but I agree with you. If they're healthy, the Bengals, wow. That offense is – forget it.
1: San Francisco, Minnesota, and the NFC Championship.
2: I like it. Yep, I like it.
1: And I think I'd go Minnesota. And I don't really know why, you know, you look at the analytics, they don't tell you much about this team and they're kind of it middle of the pack and EPA and DVOA and, you know, all these other acronyms that, oh, that people devise in labs. They're very, but I, they just find a way to win. And I'm all in on Kevin O'Connell. I'm all in on them just pushing the right buttons and big moments. Zadarius Smith has been a star sacked Kyler Murray three times did the Jared Allen – I mean, they move him around like they did in Green Bay. He'll be right up on the center's nose. I mean, he rushes from all over the place. Bar and injury, I think that they're going to be a legit Super Bowl contender and get to the game. Buffalo versus Minnesota. Minnesota. And I'm with you. I think right now Buffalo wins it.
2: The What I'm laughing about right now is this is the gambler in me. Is I have this love-hate gambling relationship with kirk cousins because you know when you bet on him you get the bad kirk when you bet against him you get that 340 yeah. yard kirk so i never i feel like i never pick it right now i'm picturing the whole now the whole playoffs now i'm going to be thinking about you picking them <laughs> to, like yep this is i'm going to be investing in kirk Cousins. i know i'm going to be betting on minnesota i'm like i'm going to be going always kirk. if
1: history has told us anything you bet on kirk cousins to deliver
2: Oh, I will be. I'm okay with it cuz I do like I actually do think he is a I've always said he's a top 10, 12 quarterback in the NFL. He is. Justin I just Runners. can't figure him out.
1: On that note, Jim, what do you yep. say? Let's let's cut her off. Um everybody, again, thank you for reading, for listening, for drinking some beers with us at Fatty. We got to do that again. That was a great oh, time. on
2: it. Fatty's a spot.
1: Awesome. Thank thanks so much for listening, everyone. We appreciate it.